Okay, we are on Mem Gimel Amr Aleph. We're at the two dots towards the bottom of the page. Chutz Min Mana. Chutz is the first word on the line. So just remember the, uh, the Mishnah had told us um, we had there, again, continuing to this conversation about Havchana, the amount of time between two marriages. Um, and the, uh, the Mishnah had said, um, between the Tanakam, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi, about who exactly, which individual, if you're coming into Erisin or only to Nisuin or etc., who requires Havachan or not. And Rabbi Yossi had said on the bottom of that mission, it's on Mem Aleph, Mem Aleph, all the way in the bottom of the page, it said, Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Kol Hanashim Yisarsu, any woman can do Erisin, um, presumably without any Havachana, right? Because Erisin does not allow for Tashmish, anyways. Um, so we're not concerned she's going to now become pregnant. She's just doing Averson. Chutz um, Except for Almana, who has to wait because of Avelos, meaning that she has to wait at least uh, 30 days because she's still in Avelos for her first husband. Um, but otherwise, everyone else could do uh, Averson because, um, because, again, there's no, uh, no Tashmish involved. There's no Heter Tashmish, no permissibility of a physical relationship once they do Averson, so there's nothing to be concerned with. So the Gemara now is going to question even the idea that the Amana can't do Erisin. Uh, can't do can't, can't do Erisin. And it says as follows. Amr Chista Kava Chomer. Chista says, I should have a Kava Chomer that should allow this woman to get to do Erisin right away. How's that? So we bring a halacha from, um, from three weeks, from, from you know, Tishabov. Uh, and Shavuot Shachabot Tishabot. We're going to see the, the Gemara is going to flesh it out in a second. But uh, during the Shavuot Shachabot Tishabot, the week of Tishabot itself, that's when these, the, uh, we, you know, we do, you know, three weeks and nine days, etc. But the real dinam from the Gemara start with um, Shavuot Shachabot. So the, the, the week in which Tishabot falls, so a person is not allowed to do, uh, to do laundry, right? However, Motale Ares, but in that scenario, they're allowed, people are allowed to get engaged during that time. They're allowed to have, even do Aresin. Not just an engagement, right? But actual erison is permitted. So if that's true, right? If when it comes to scenarios where it's permissible to do laundry, um, sorry, forbidden to do laundry, a person's allowed to go ahead and get and have erison. This woman who's in Shloshim, and in Shloshim, a person's allowed to do laundry. In that scenario, so certainly they should be allowed to do to do Aresin. So the only reason you were, you were excluding the Almana from Aresin is B'nei Ha'ibol. But that doesn't really make sense because we allow, uh, we allow Aresin during Shur Shachab Tishabav. So if that's true, we should be allowing Aresin also during Shloshim for this woman. So Gemara says, Mahi, what are you talking about? What, what is this, what, what's the source of this Kav? Chomer Disnan, because we have an admission in, in Mesechah's Tainis. You can remember all the way back in Mesechah's Tainis, Shabbat Shachal Tishabav uh, if you have a week, Shabbos here doesn't mean Shabbos, it means, it means Shabbos meaning the week. Right? If you have a week during, in which Tisha B'Av falls, also Lesaper, you can't get a haircut, Lechabes, or to, to laundry, Ubechamishi, Mutter, Bimpe, Kavad Shabbos, and on Thursday you're allowed to do, technically, uh, certain Heterim uh, exist in order that a person should be able to prepare appropriately for Shabbos. Um, Vitanya, and we have a Bryce that says, Kodem Hazman Hazer, before that time, even before that time, people start to do a little less uh, melacha, right? They do a little less work. 
a milisa, militan, to do business, to be involved in business, milivnos, to, 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 to for building, lintoa, planting, um, all these things right are forbidden. We we go all the way back from Rosh Chodesh, right? Um arsin, and people are allowed to get to do arisin, right? Avalo konsin, but they don't do they don't they don't do the, the full the full marriage. They don't have nisuin. Ve'ein osin su does arisin, and you also not allowed to have a an engagement party. You're not allowed to have a uh, you know, uh, they, in those days, like we said before, they did Arisen, they'd have a point, they'd have a Suda, and then a year later, they'd do Nisuin. So the, the Suda's Arisen you can't do, but the actual Arisen you can, you can do. So, and when the, and when the Bryce says, Kodom's Manazel, look at Rashi, Kodom's Manazel, Kasachadai, this one, the Gemara, the Gemara assumes, what does that mean? It means Kodom Tishabov, right? That, again, the Shur Shachabo, Kodom's Manazel, so also meaning Shur Shachabo. So during that time, the Hainu, Kolashabish, Shachalios, Besocha, Mimatin, during this time, you know, we, 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 we stop. We stop, doing, we stop doing these things. But what, again, the assumption here at this point is that the Mishnah and that Bryce are both talking about the same time, which is Shavuot Shachabot Teshavav. And during that time, what do we say? You're not allowed to, to do laundry, but you are allowed to do Arison. So if that's true, we should have a Kavachomer in Shloshim. When you're allowed to do laundry, you should be allowed to do Arison. So what are we going to say? So answer the Gemara, Kisanya, Hahi, Kodem, the Kodem. No, wait a second. That Brisa, which talks about, I little bit, I gave it away when I was, when I was learning it the first time. That, 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 that Brisa, which says Kodem Zmanazeh, is not referring to Shavuot Shachabo. Right? It's referring to even before that, look at Rashi. Kisanya, Hahi, the Me'arsin, says Rashi, the bottom, bottom line, Kodem, the Kodem, Kodem Shabbat Shachal Teshubah B'Socha, before even Shavuot Shachabo. The hasam mutlachabes, because in that scenario, even before shvur shachabo, it would be it would be permissible to do laundry. but during that week, So if you assume that, so then there's no kavachomer because it means that even during shvur shachabo, the gemara assumes at this point it would have been forbidden to do laundry. Uh, before Shur Shachabo, and that's the time before Shur Shachabo that the Brisa had said you can get that you can do Arison. So there's no Kavachomer because we don't have a proof that um, that uh, that a person could do uh, could do laundry, and also and, and, and I said that sorry that a person could uh, get uh, do Arison at the same time when laundry is forbidden. That, that's we don't have any proof. In which case, there's no Kavachomer, nothing to talk about, and the din of Rav Yossi still stands. That this woman is, uh, that the Amana was the one example that was um, not allowed to do Arison because, again, she's forbidden to do so because of her um, Avelis, that she's still in the middle of Shloshim. Okay, so, um, so, so Rabbi says, so Amarava, just kidding, Rabbi says, I, I, I still have a Kavachomer. Amarava, Vikodim the Kodem, Nami Kavachomer. It's not true. Even if we're talking that Brisa is talking about before Shavuot Shachabo, I still have a Kavachomer. Why? Right, it was a time that a person is forbidden to do business, or at least they are mimayit, right? They do less business. They are permitted to get engaged, to do erisin. So then in a scenario where a person is permitted to do, to be involved in business in the normal fashion, they should be permitted to do erisin, which is true by, uh, by Shloshim. And Shloshim, a person is allowed to go back to their regular doing business as, as usual. So if, if that's true, if when it comes to whatever this Kodim the Kodim is, if that's from, from Rosh Chodesh um, or earlier, uh, that, 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 a, uh, that a person is 
less most of a matan. Nevertheless, they're allowed to do uh, to erisin. So certainly, a person who's allowed to do business fully, like the Mishloshim, should be allowed to do erisin. So Gemara says no. Lo, lo tame, lo tame. The Rebbe Yosi Omer Kol Anoshim. So, so sorry. So if that's true. We have a problem, right? We have now a, a good kavach Omer. In which case, we now have an issue, which is I thought Rebbe Yosi was saying all women can get engaged except for the almana because she again. Can't do so because of her Avelos. But now we have a good Kavachomer, which seems to tell us that this Avelos issue is not, can't be the reason to forbid her from Arison. Fine. So the Gemara is now going to change the language of Rabbi Yossi's, uh, Rabbi Yossi's statement, and uh, it's no longer talking about Arison. Because if it's talking about Arison, Ebol doesn't make sense because you woman can get engaged during, uh, during, during Shloshim. So what's going on here? So Lo Tamer Rabbi Yossi, Omer Kolan Nashim, Yis Arsu, Ela Ema. Wow. So Yossi now is saying a much bigger chiddush, right? He's not saying that women can do erisin, right? Now he's saying all women can do nisuin, right? Which is a much bigger chiddush because again by nisuin there's now a head to tashmish, so we're gonna have to deal with that problem. But but bottom line is Yossi is saying Yossi Yomer kol nashim yinasu, right? That they can all go ahead and do nisuin, um, except for this almana because again of the problem of evil. So that, uh, that's wonderful in terms of dealing with the, with the problem of the Kavachom. There's only one very, very big problem. It says the Gemara, Now you're letting Rabbi Yossi allow any woman to do Nisuin um, after her husband passes away and no need for Havchana. What, what happened? We have this rule called Havchana, so where to go? So it says the Gemara, now that little Aleph, it's a good opportunity. Someone mentioned to me the other day that would be great to sometimes point out some of the other, uh, other things in the page that sometimes, uh, you know, pop up here. So if you take a look, that little aleph with the parentheses, that takes you to the Hagos Abach, all the way on the right side. is the, the, uh, the Bach um, has his little emendations at times to the Gemara and to Rashi and to Tosus actually to make them make more sense. So that little aleph in the parentheses, it takes you, to, at least in my Gemara, to the right side of the page, to the Hagos Abach, where he, where he adds a couple of words here. And you should read the Gemara like this. So after the Gemara asks, for later the Rabbi Yossi Lahavchin, so answers the Gemara, Ibayis Ema, so it's past. So if you want to say Taka, it's true. If Yossi doesn't hold from Avchana, so we have to see how that works. But if you want to, but it's possible. Also, I can tell you that really he does hold from Avchana. Okay. Omer Kol Grushos Yinasu. So I'll tell you how you say this. Look, if Yossi doesn't hold from Avchana, then I guess it all makes sense. We have a different problem that why doesn't he care about Havchana? But if he does hold for like Havchana, then how are you going to explain all this? So the answer is, if you hold that he holds from Havchana, what do you have to do? Again, you still have to, you have to change the language a little bit of Rabbi Yossi again. And that be'em Rabbi Yossi, Omer kola rusos, gerushos, yinosu. What did Rabbi Yossi mean to say? What he was saying was that all women who were divorced from a relationship of Arison, where again, she was never permitted to her husband physically, right? So then they can all do Nisuin. Why can they all do Nisuin? Again, because there's no concern that they're going to, that she had a child from the previous husband, they were forbidden to each other. So Yossi was really trying to say, Kol Arusos Grushosh Yinasu. All women who were divorced from Arison are allowed to do, um, allowed to do Nisuin. Fine. Um, yeah. So look at Rashi just for one second. Look at Rashi on the left side, it's like, to, uh, ten lines down in the skinny lines. 
the, the last two words in the line of Vibayas Ema. Vibayas Ema Islay says Rashi about Filo Hachi Yinasu Kitani, and nevertheless, um, she's allowed. It says Yinasu right that she can do Nisuin, right? Velo Anasuos Kai. It's not talking about women who already had Nisuin done. Ela Arusos Kai. It's referring to women who had only had had Arusin done before. Vahachik Amar Kol Harusos Shenish Garshu Yinasu Chutz Min Arusos Almanos. Right? Meaning, and what it means to say is that any woman who had been a, been a Rusa only, who had been divorced, so she can do even Nisuin. And the only, exa- only, the only exception is a woman who had been in Arusa and then her husband dies. Why? Because in that scenario, in that situation, um, she can't do Nisuin because Nisuin is forbidden during Avelis, even during Shloshim. She's not allowed to do, uh, allowed to do Nisuin. Fine. So, uh, so that's how you can have Rabbi Yossi, you know, have his opinion, but, uh, and have it referred to Nisuos, have it referred to Nisuin, but nevertheless, at the same time, he still holds from Havchan. Fine. But now there's one more problem. Says the Gemara, Ihachi, Hani Rabbi Yehuda. That's fine. But then how's Rabbi Yossi anymore uh, any different than Rabbi Yehuda? Again, if you re- refer back to the Gemara, the mission on the bottom of the Memalef, we had three opinions. We had Tanakama, we had Rabbi Yehuda, and we had Rabbi Yossi. Right? Uh, and Rabbi Yehuda had been the one to say, Rabbi Yehuda Omer Hanasuos Yisarsu Varusos Yinasu. Right? He had already said that any woman who had been in Arusa can do Nisuin for the same reason we said before. Because if you're only in Arusa, she never had tashes with her husband in the first place. So there's no concern for Havchana. So now that you've changed Rabbi Yossi all the way around and had him referring to Nisuin after Arusin, and that's okay. Well, that's great, but there's no Chiddush anymore. Why is he arguing on, uh, arguing on Rabbi Yehuda? Uh, they're really saying the same thing. So what are you going to do now? So, um, so fine. So Gemara said, Yihachi hani Rabbi Yehuda. So answer the Gemara, Yike benayu nisua liaris. So the, the Machlokas, the Yehuda and, and Rabbi Yehuda becomes in the opposite case, right? Again, everyone agreed that when she was already had done Arisin, she had been married, she had dutched on Arisim with the man and then he passes away, or does Arisim with the man and then he divorces her, that in that case, she doesn't need, uh, doesn't need Avchana, because again, she never was Nisua to him. But what about the opposite scenario? What about a woman who had Nisuin and now just wants to do Arisim? So what about in that case? Does she need Avchana? If Yehuda suffered Nisua, Mutarisli Aris. Yehuda holds that a woman who was Nisua, she can do Arisim. Rabbi Yossi Savar, Nisua Asura Le Aris. So Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi is going to hold no. He's actually going to be more, more machmir than Rabbi Yehuda. And even though he agrees in the opposite direction, that if she was already um, an Arusa, she can do, um, that, that she was already Arusa, and then she became divorced, she can do an Nisuin without Havachana. In the opposite scenario, he's not going to agree. We're going to see Rashi and explain why. Rabbi Yossi suffered Nisua Asurli Aris. Rabbi Yossi holds if she was an Nisua already, so now she can't do Arisin without Havachana. So look at Rashi. Rashi's going to explain what the distinction are. What, what, why, would, why would there be a distinction in such a case? So if you look at Rashi, Rashi is Ika Benahu. Um, again, on the left side, the last word on the line is the word Ika. It's like probably 20 lines down on the, in the skinny lines. So Rashi there explains this whole back and forth. And he says as follows, Ika Benahu Nisua Le'aris. Dika Amar of Yehuda, Hanesuos Yisarsu. Yehuda holds that those who already had Nisuin, again, they had a full marriage. So permit, she's permitted to her husband physically, etc. What happens in that case? Rabbi Yehuda holds Yisarsu, they can do Arisin. Why? We don't say in that scenario, well, let, don't let her do Arisin, because if you allow Arisin, 
they might come to a lot, she might come to do Nisuin within three months and then we're going to have a problem. Right? And, and Rabbi Yossi came to say that any case of Arison, who again had been divorced, she can do Nisuin even, right? That was like the Chadish, even allow, uh, allow Nisuin because um, as long as there is no, um, you know, as long as there's no Avelis there, right? Umishum Havchana Lo Mitzra. And again, why doesn't, why doesn't Rabbi Yossi ask her the Nisuin because of, because of Havchana? Uh, again, the Halav Muberasi. It's impossible that she's, that she's, that she's uh, pregnant. Varusa Atunisua And he also doesn't make, a, doesn't make a Kazera of the case of Arusa because of maybe if we allowed uh, Arisen, we might come to allow a situation of Nisuin. Okay, however, Aval, Nisuos, Loyus Arusa. But Riosi is not going to go as far that same direction, the other direction. If she was already Nisua, he's not going to allow her to get engaged. Why? What's the difference? The first scenario, uh, if you allow her to get engaged, now maybe she might get, get married. But the point being, Rabbi Yossi would, would argue, and it sounds a little funny, why do we make the distinction, that it, if she was only engaged, so we say, go ahead, get, get you know, do Nisu and we're not going to worry. Okay? And we don't make a Gezerah because maybe then you're allow people who are already Nisit, you know, had done Nisu and to get, to, to get married. Uh, to do Nisuin. But if she was already married, right? If she's already married, then what's the possibility? The possibility is that she's actually pregnant now. Right? It's not a concern of maybe something could happen. It's that maybe she's actually already pregnant now. In that case, he's more concerned to allow, to allow Nisuin, um, sorry, to allow, um, to allow Arison because then he might, then they might actually allow Nisuin of a woman who's actually already pregnant. So because in that scenario, you can make the, you can make the opposite argument, which Rabbi Huda himself does. But Rabbi Yossi is more bothered once Nisun has already taken place. Now you have a Heter Tashmish. Now they've, they've been together already. So the concern that maybe she's actually pregnant is, is a much greater concern. And therefore, he's more willing to be machmir and say, we don't allow Nisun after Nisun without Havchana because maybe you might come to allow Nisun after Nisun. And here the woman might talk already be pregnant. So again, it's still a Chumrah because again, she, she's only allowing Arisen. But nevertheless, that's the reason why. That's like the Lisa Svara the rationale for Biyosi to be more machmir in such a case. Fine, so, so it turns out that that ends up being the machlokas for Biyosi and Rabbi Huda, very different than the way we read it when we first read it on Daf Mem Aleph. Um, uh, fine, okay. So now we're back, back in the Gemara. Gemara now, again, one, two, three, four, six lines down in the Gemara, on the end of the line. Visavar Rabbi Yossi, so now the Gemara is going to attack even this. Visavar Rabbi Yossi, Nisua, Asurale, Ares. Is it really true? Rabbi Yossi holds that if a woman is, again, this, all, of our, all, all, all of this back and forth has taken us to this place where we assume that Rabbi Yossi, again, is, is machmir and so that if she's already nisua, so she needs, 30, she needs three months, she needs to have full afchana before going ahead and doing even erison. So the Gemara is going to question that assumption. So Rabbi Yossi nisua, surely, Aris, does Rabbi Yossi really hold that a woman who had been nisua to her first husband is forbidden to do erison again until she has afchana full three months? Vahatanya, don't we have a brisa which says as follows? Rabbi Yossi Omer, Kol Hanashim Yis Arsu, all women can do Erisin, Chutz Min Amana, Mipnei Evil. Except for an Amana, because of, again, of Avilas, because she's still in Shloshim. Vikam Ibo Shalash, Loshim Yom. Vikulan, Lo Yinasu, Achi Yulahen, Gimachadashim. But no one can do Nisun until they have three months. What's he quoting from? So this is a Brysa, but really it sounds almost exactly the same as our, 
as Rabbi Yossi, the language of Rabbi Yossi in the in the original Mishnah. And call that Shemis Arzu Chutz Menamana. So. Um, Right, but, but anyways, this verse which Rabbi Yosef says Kol Anashim Yisarsu, right? That's that presumably uh, that's everyone. And Rashi points out, I feel Nisuos, right? Everyone can do can do Erisin, even Nisuos. Rabbi Yosef made the statement that everyone can do can do Erisin. How do you how do you uh, believe Rabbi Yosef holds that uh, that a woman has Nisuos and can't do Erisin? This this lines this this statement Kol Hanashim Yisarsu clearly contradicts that statement. Um, so Gemara says, "Oh, Hamai, Hamai Kushya." So the Gemara is going to say, well, "Wait a second, let's, let's figure out what your question is here," um, because again, we, we've ch- we've shifted around Rabbi Yosi. So Hamai Kushya. So what, what's your what's your question here? Omer Kol Arsu. So if you're going to tell me, what are you bothered by? You're bothered by the language of Yosi said, "All women can do erisin." Me, I'll leave Mas Nisin. Do Kinna Barusos Kurushos Yenasu. Meaning, Gemara says, Koshar picks up to the question we asked, which is, wait a second, you're asking me a question from a line of Rabiosi, which we changed what it said. Right? So you could say, what do you mean? How can be Rabiosi says that? I thought he says all women who are, who are Arusas can do Nisuin. The answer is, yeah, I know he said that before. That's what we said he said before, but we've changed it. We made a new Kimta, right? We, we, cha- we, we amended the Mishnah. So if we amended the Mishnah, so our Brisa, which has, is just copying the same line from Rabiosi, will amend that as well, right? According to our new argument, right, that Yossi has changed, that his opinion is a little different than we thought, don't ask me a question from the original statement which we ourselves have changed. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, it, it, so the Gemara is kind of playing it out. So if you're concerned by that, by that, that part of the Brisa, don't be bothered by that part of the Brisa. We've already changed that. We changed it in the Mishnah. Right? It's not any stronger than our original Mishnah. Which we changed to Ukimna Be'arusas Kurushos. You know, so we just said, no, he doesn't mean any, you know, uh, any woman can get married, can do Nisuin. He said, woman who was, had, had Arisin and then was divorced can do Nisuin. That's what we said it meant, right? So, Hachanami Kalarusas Kurushos Yenasu. So, rather, so again, so here also in this price, so what that line means, it doesn't mean any woman can do, can do Arisin. What it means is, any woman who had had Arisin and had been divorced can do Nisuin. Fine. So, that, so you can't be asking a question. From the from the ratio of this brisa, because we can just we'll flip it around the same way we flipped around the original mishnah. So elam is seifa. So it must be you're asking a question from the end of it. Why the katani? Because it says vekulan lo yinasu Because it says that what all all of these women should never get never do nisuin until they have three months. Right in sube hudalo. What's the implication there? If you said all these women cannot do Nisuin until they've had three months, what's the implication? But if they have, but if, but Arison, they could do, right? Arison, they could do even within three, three months, which again, and this should be a contradiction to Rav Yossi's, uh, you know, the new approach of Rav Yossi that he was uh, forbidding a woman who was a Nisua to do, uh, to do Arison without, without, without Hafechan. So, uh, so, so now we talk, so good. So now we explain what, what, the, what the concern was, just to make it clear, fine. So now the Gemara says, Amarava Taritz. So I'll give you, it says Rav, I'll give you an answer. So I'll answer as follows. Ve'emahachi, and say it as follows. Rabbi Yossi Omer, kol arusos gerushos yinasu, all in women who had, had, had arisen, and then they got divorced, yinasu, they can do nisuin. And except for an almana, because again, she can't do nisuin during shloshin. 
And how long is it? That's 30 days. Because during those 30 days, she can't, uh, she's not allowed to do Nisuin. And after those 30 days, she would be allowed to do Eris. Okay. Unisuos. Loyis Arsu. Okay, now we change the language. Right? And now we're saying, and, and women who are Nisuos, this is now we're changing the language from the safe also. Women who had been Nisua cannot do Erisin until they have three months. So now, now, you know, if you change the price like that, you just flip the sheet of Rabbi Yosef. You, you change his, his words to say that women cannot do Nisua, cannot do Erisin even until they have Shoshachadashim. So, so uh, by doing that, what you end up doing is, again, now, now you have no contradictions to Rabbi Yossi, but you have changed his whole, you know, his whole approach. Uh, but, but at least at this point, the Gemara feels they no longer have any contradictions. And now again, Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Yossi are pretty much the same. But the only difference is that Rabbi Yossi is actually more machmir than when it comes to scenarios of Nisuin. Um, after uh, that Erison, after Nisuin, that Rabbi Yossi himself wants to be machmir because once the Nisuin has taken place, so then he says that woman needs a full, a full, uh, a full hafchana before we allow Erison. Um, so we'll, we'll stop here and we'll pick up uh, tomorrow from Velma.